0: Every day you leave your home, it's safe to assume you're being recorded in some way, shape, or form. Whether it's driving down the highway, going to school, shopping in a store, there are cameras all around and biometric scanners that are collecting data about you. So today we're going to talk about biometrics, pros and cons. Grab yourself a cup of coffee or whatever it is that you're into. You're listening to America Emboldened with Greg Bolden on the America Out Loud Network. Welcome bold Americans. Thank you for joining me for yet another episode. Hopefully you had a great weekend. Welcome to the start of a new week. I wanted to talk about biometric data. You might have heard some various stories about, uh, maybe Walmart got sued recently. That was a big story about them collecting illegal biometric data in Illinois. It was against, I guess, the state, uh, constitution. Uh, so whether it's, you're going to Walmart, uh, maybe it's, you are shopping on Amazon or maybe you're visiting Disney world or universal biometric scans are all around you. So let's start off with figuring out what are biometrics. Let's, let's make sure we have a definition for all listeners. Now, perhaps some of my listeners, uh, have a better understanding of this than others, but I'm going to go off of, you know, Let's go to the kindergarten. So biometrics are defined as the unique physical characteristics, such as your fingerprint, that can be used for automated recognition. Now, when you use a smartphone back just five years ago, the biometric data was your fingerprint and you would scan each individual fingerprint and it would unlock your phone. Now, companies like Apple stated to everybody, don't worry, we will not sell your biometric data to anybody. It's safe with us. Android then moved over to the same type of biometric fingerprint. Then about four years ago, Apple came out with Face ID, where you could have a scan of your face and your phone would see you and it would immediately identify you and unlock the phone. Somebody picks up your phone, tries to pretend that they're you, but they don't know your passcode. They could not get in. It was your unique physical characteristic, your face, that unlock said phone. Then I noticed when I went to Walt Disney world, as well as universal, uh, there was biometric scanning going on upon entering the park. And the first time it really kind of struck me was I was in universal and they wanted my fingerprint in order to get into the park. Now I already had a ticket. Why do you need my fingerprint? Well, because there are companies right now in the United States that are gathering a ton of information about biometrics on every single American. Matter of fact, one of those companies is Clearview AI. Now Clearview AI is a facial recognition software, not, not the uh, fingerprints, but you'll see where this is going. And they apparently have over 20 billion faces that are cataloged. And one of the companies that is using this is Walmart. Now, if you don't know, when you walk in the Walmart, there are cameras everywhere, especially at the cash registers. So let's talk about biometric data walking into one of these type of stores that has the camera at the checkout. Uh, There's also grocery stores that do this, but I'm going to focus because of this lawsuit specifically on Walmart. So Walmart, when you walk in, you immediately are on a, a camera system that can identify you. It knows who you are as soon as you go up to that cashier. It knows how much money you've spent at the store. It knows what credit cards or debit cards are linked to you because when you use that, it knows what your payment preferences are. Uh, It's saving that type of data. It knows what you go to the store most often for what you're shopping for. It knows what type of products you enjoy and it creates an absolutely amazing profile on every single consumer. Not just that, but it's also paying attention to who's walking in with you, all right? And so they will uh, gather information such about children, right? The, the the facial recognition does not stop with just adults. So there's a Walmart class action lawsuit that was filed, as I kind of said at the top here, in an Illinois federal court. And it's now out in the open. I've known about this for years, but now they're talking about, that the collection and storing of using customers, biometric information was without their informed written consent. So depending what state you live in, you may be protected from this. Now I don't know what the individual state by state's laws are around this, but guess who Walmart uses. All right. And this is alleged in this lawsuit, guess who they allege that they use. And I have uh, some good information that tells me that this is correct. They use, Clearview AI to match customers' facial scans against billions of facial scans in Clearview's facial recognition database. Now, what does Clearview want to do with all of this information? What what does Clearview AI's purpose? Well, okay. What you need to know is Clearview AI is being used by law enforcement in order to help cases and solve cases. So if you've never heard of Clearview AI before, you are being... Uh, Gathered with facial recognition wherever you walk. Uh, they're out on the streets, government's using this. There's tons and tons of archives. And investigators and analysts have the ability now to go back into the archives and investigations where they would have a photo. And then, right from their photo, they can quickly access whether or not that person matches other places. And this is the newest version Clearview AI 2.0. They can also group multiple searches of the same or different people of interest in the same case file, which means if there's organized crime, drug dealers, etc, they can find out who may be related to who, what their shopping methods are, where they frequent, all of that. Now, it is apparently the most accurate facial recognition algorithm in the entire world. In fact, it claims to achieve 99% accuracy across all demographics, meaning it doesn't matter what the age is. It could be your five-year-old. It can be your 10-year-old, your 18-year-old. It can be your 85-year-old grandmother. It can tell. It also includes gender. It can identify gender. Yes, that may not be popular in 2022, but it is ascend- uh, uh, it's assigning a sex as well as race, which um, they're claiming that race goes beyond just whether somebody is of color or not they can figure out ethnicity based upon facial recognition this is pretty crazy stuff when you get down to it uh, if you want to learn more about clearview clearview.ai is the website for them now law enforcement is now using this they're now uh involved in clearview ai in order to um solve cases and just recently There was a person who was, uh, Andrew, uh, Conlon. He was in a car accident about, um, I don't know how many years ago. It was a few years ago. I think it's March, 2017. So he was in this car accident in March, 2017. His friend was driving. He was drunk. Uh, and Andrew was in the seat next to him. His friend lost control of the car. When Andrew came to his friend was not in the driver's seat. A person, Good Samaritan, came to Andrew's rescue, cutting him out of his seatbelt as it was on fire and got him out. When the police arrived, the police claimed that Andrew was driving the car and were ready to sentence him. And his friend was found in the bush, uh, bushes and he was dead. So the legal team, in what was a first uh, really rare situation, the defense attorneys asked for Clearview AI, to go back through video after the accident to see if they could figure out who it was that rescued him from the car because they could not find this individual. And this was the only thing that was keeping him from going to jail. Clearview AI got involved and lo and behold, when they looked at the police footage and they looked at the face, guess what? They were able to identify the person that was on the police video when they arrived at the scene and he was able to clear his name and state, Nope, we have contradicting evidence. Now the uh, person who's being charged as a driver is clearly on the passenger side because now we have a witness that says, Hey, here it is. We, uh, we have the eyewitness that cut him out. So this was after the family had sued, uh, Andrew Conlon in civil court for the wrongful death of his son. And the insurance agency settled that suit because they couldn't prove at that time that it was Andrew that was driving the car or was not driving the car. But because of Clearview uh, facial recognition, they were able to finally settle this case. Now, what I want to know is what happens to that case after the money is already awarded from <laughs> the insurance agency. Uh, so that, that's just one part of how Clearview AI has worked. Now, many people say there's advantages and disadvantages to using these type of biometrics, all right? And biometrics, as we know them now, have really come to rise within the past two years. What was the motivating factor for biometrics to come up onto the rise? Well, guess what? COVID. Don't believe me. Why don't you go back and do a little research about all of the biometrics that went in place around the airports, school buildings around the world, where not only were they getting the biometric data of facial recognition but they were also getting whether or not somebody had a temperature you'd walk into a hospital in some places and they would take a picture of you uh, and it would take your temperature and immediately they'd have your health data about how you were feeling and so the covid pandemic really kind of pushed biometrics into the forefront this has been going on for some time but this is where it really kind of uh, came to a head and so there's some advantages of using biometrics. Uh, part of that is think about your your cell phone, the Apple phone, right? When you use your face, it's a highly secure data that the person who's looking at the phone is who they say they are. And it helps verify that identity. So I think that is a good thing. And if you can get it into the hands of a company that will not sell that information to others, they can't steal your identity, and that's gonna get into the cons later, but when if you have a company that has high security and assurance in there, then that's an advantage of biometric authentication. There's also the convenience, right? Everybody remembers like putting your finger down on or before the fingerprint, right? You had to type in your code and everybody had a four digit code and then that wasn't secure enough. So we moved to a six digit code. And then all of a sudden we went to the thumbprint or the, the finger pointer, <laughs> pointer fingerprint, whatever it is. So we, we changed it up but it was based on convenience. And you know how I feel about convenience, but convenience always comes safety and security. But now you're giving big tech companies your individual unique uh, thumbprint, fingerprints, which used to be something that people didn't have unless you were arrested uh, or you entered them into some type of national database for maybe a, a concealed permit application, whatever it may be, maybe had to do a background check and so they would do that but normally it was something that you understood the terms of what you were giving up now it's belonging to big tech and this is unique to you so now you have your face that big tech owns and you have your fingerprint and have you heard about amazon one amazon one wants you to scan your hand uh and eventually their idea which i'll get into a little later in the show i want to come back to it but their idea is that you will just scan your hand. The cameras follow you around using this clear view type AI uh, technology. You grab whatever you want and you just walk out of the store and it knows exactly who you are and your cards on file and automatically debits your bank account or takes money out of your credit card account. And that's where we're heading. We'll get back to that in a few. Now, the other cool thing about biometrics, and you've all seen these movies, Right. Uh, I think I forget the Ryan Reynolds uh, and Dwayne Johnson and Gal Gadot. It was a uh, a movie on Netflix. I don't remember the name of it, but you probably remember Uh, or no, it wasn't that movie. It wasn't. I was thinking of a different Ryan Reynolds movie. It was the one that um, Guy Ritchie directed, but it's also on Netflix. He's driving through and they got to get the guy's eyeball. Right. And it's dangling. They finally get in front of the phone. Well, the point of this is your biometrics should be non-transferable right? Everybody knows the horror movie of lifting up somebody's head, trying to steal their face, steal their finger, cut off their finger in order to use it. But the idea behind biometrics is it's not supposed to be transferable. It's unique to you and always stays unique to you, which makes it very difficult to recreate. It's very hard to fake or steal that type of uh, stuff, right? All right. So that is all the positives, But are you aware that, hey, this biometric stuff is all around you? Are you aware that when you walk into Walmart, basically in a computer somewhere, it's like, hello, Greg Bolden, how are you? Here is your socioeconomic status. You will probably spend X amount of dollars today based upon previous visits. Are you aware that when they have your email address, they can then send unique marketing to you to make sure that you continue the buy stuff. It's another part of advertisers coming into the consumer's lives and treating you as a product. Now, there's also the side of criminal uh, activity and people predicting when criminal activity may begin. And we're going to talk about that here in the second half of the show, as well as the disadvantages biometric authentication so hopefully now you understand what it is hopefully now you also understand it's all around you and you've been participating in it either uh automatically uh with or without your expressed permission all right so we'll be right back in just a few minutes we got to go to a word from our sponsors speaking of one of those sponsors i use one of these it's called the genesis fogger h-o-c-l and this thing's really great especially with school you've probably heard me talk about before Uh, all you have to do is fog a room, and you know that it is free of mold. It's free of bacteria, of viruses. It's highly effective, and it's also very safe. I've used this now around my dog, my children. There's no worries because this stuff works at the same level of what our immune system works at, Uh, but it's excellent. It's awesome. You should check it out, and you can go to genesisfogger.com backslash out loud and get 15% off. So go run, check that out. Right back, you're listening to America Emboldened with Greg Bolden on the America Out Loud Network. Here on America Out Loud, we
1: emphasize optimal health, and air is the most essential element for life. The average person inhales over 35 pounds of air every day. Yet we seldom think about how to rid the air of pathogens swiftly and safely when we need to. The Genesis Fogger Plus HOCL is the only way to quickly and naturally restore air to its optimal condition. Visit GenesisFogger.com forward slash out loud for a free ebook on everything you need to know about HOCL and receive a 15% discount on the Genesis Fogger with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you'll be ready for what's next. These days, every time you turn on the news, it seems like there's a new threat to your health. Maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical. Advanced Nutrition Company, Healthy Cell, created Immune Super Boost to help you strengthen your immunity. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Immune Super Boost is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity, like vitamin C, D3, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea. These physician-formulated gels come in a small gel pack. Tear off the top and shoot it down, or mix it in water. Boost your immunity. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order, risk-free, love it or your money back guaranteed healthycell.com code out loud healthycell.com code out loud
0: Welcome back, Bald Americans. You listen to the top of the show here. We're talking about biometric data. And we're going to continue that conversation right now with some of the disadvantages. We were talking about the convenience of it, the fact that it's very much curtailed to the individual and how great that can be. But here's the disadvantages of it, right? So number one. Things that I don't really care about because I'm not investing in biometrics. <laughs> Podcaster has no need for this, but the cost, the cost, there is a significant investment that these companies are putting into this. So a company like Walmart is putting millions and millions and millions into their stores just to have this type of information for security. It's supposed to help prevent people from stealing from stores. So whether, you know, I I, I don't want to speculate of all the different types of stores I've been in a couple grocery stores that have used it uh but you'll see it you'll normally recognize that it's happening because when you go to the cashier it's the self-checkout now and there's a camera or it's when you go to put your card in there's a camera facing back at you uh, sometimes they'll even have yourself on a little screen even smile and wave right if that's happening then there's cameras all around the store that are tracking where you're walking and what you're picking up and what you're putting down all right so that's the first part now, here's the big disadvantage of biometric authentication for us as human beings. That's right, data breaches. See, biometric databases have got to be stored somewhere, which are these unique identifiers of all of our personal information, our banking information, right? Uh, our identified information as far as uh, you know, our unique face, our unique fingerprints, which then can be used to steal identity. And guess what? That can all be hacked. It's got to be securely saved somewhere. Who watches that? Who makes sure that your personally identifiable information that you never consented to, that have taken in the first place, stays secure? Think about all the times that you've changed your password, the email, or you've been told have a unique different password to every single service. You've got to make sure that if you log in the one, they can't steal it and use it for another. Well, guess what? You consented to all of that use. No one has consented to the use here. Now, maybe some of these big clubs if Costco, BJ, Sam's club, if they all start using this, maybe that's in the fine print and I got to look into that. That's actually something maybe I'll do before the end of the show too. Uh, We'll look into the fine print. So that's the first part. Also tracking and data. Do you want to be tracked? Do you want the data? Well, I guess in some ways we've all given up on our ability to say no to tracking, right? There are now cameras on toll roads that are tracking, you know, you going from one toll to the next toll. And you probably never even thought about it, but it knows that you're speeding. You uh, You can't break the laws of physics and get from point A to point B in a certain amount of time and not know what the average speed you're going is. And I think that from a biometric standpoint, that's a dangerous thing, right? Because if you do have a little bit more of a lead foot, guess what? The insurance companies can eventually purchase this information and know, hey, you know what? That person routinely does 85 in a 65 mile per hour range. They're going to charge more for insurance. Now, maybe you see that as a positive. Maybe you see that as a negative. Um, I personally see it as a negative for the fact is, Many of these roads that are 65 now, the average flow of traffic is 85, right? There's people have gotten faster, the vehicles have gotten faster and safer at that, Um, you know, much better handling, but the point is that when we look at the data and tracking, it could be used against you to make you charge a higher rate. Also, the facial recognition can limit your privacy, right? Maybe you wanna go somewhere and you don't want people to know that you were there. Guess what? That's impossible nowadays. It really is impossible. I mean, you walk into a fast food restaurant, they know that you're there and from what time you're there from. And so we really are living in the minority report. We're living in the time where they can predict when a crime is going to happen before it happens by watching the patterns of humans. People have willingly signed up for things like Facebook, Things like TikTok, where the biometric data is not only being stored to log in if you're using that, but also your shopping habits, your visitations, because the GPS is tracking you wherever you go. And then there is when you take a picture somewhere, say like on Instagram, and the phone tags the geolocation of said picture, guess what? There is now people that are out there. A friend just sent me this there are people that are looking up the security cameras for that area, because almost every part of the world has accessible security. And they're now posting the video of the person walking up to that spot before they took the picture. Yes, that's right. Now they can actually walk up and say, Hey, you know what, here you are taking that exact photo that we see here. That is freaky to me that this can be done, that somebody can think that they're, they're taking a secure photo somewhere with their friends, and then all of a sudden the video location is easily identifiable and you know you have a person on TikTok or Instagram that's outing somebody and showing you hey you thought you were good but here's where that location service is." so and this is this is something that you know TikTok makes it pretty easy to find out so they have the way that you can locate where people are in the photo locations the geotag the photo shoot location oftentimes pops right up depending if people opt out of it or not. Same thing with Instagram. We'll pop right up whether you opt out of it or not. But this is biometric data, right? Your face is clearly now in this spot, and then you have this choice to make, or actually you don't have a choice to make because you can't get around it. And then there's bias, all right? So you got to remember, I spoke with uh, Joel Mark Gavage a while back about AI, and we talked about Well, what's wrong if AI is taught a ethics or standard and the programming is not clean? I have other friends that are logic programmers, and we have this conversation often, uh, but there's bias that can actually be put into logic. And that is extremely dangerous, right? Because machine learning and algorithms, they've got to be very advanced to follow these biometrics, especially with demographics. Now, demographics and biases... May exist. Is it possible? Here's a, here's a, a thought-provoking statement right here. Maybe this is the most thought-provoking statement of the entire podcast today. Is it possible for biometric authentication to be racist? Yes, I said it. Is it possible for biometric authentication to have prejudice based upon the learning and algorithms? And, you know, will people's heads implode when they realize, oh my God, the computers have become racist as well. <laughs> it's a serious uh, accusation. And some people might be laughing. It's like everything literally does come down the race, doesn't it? Um, yeah. If, if you're laughing about that, yeah, it's, it's still a concern because of who programs this stuff. And then there's the whole false positives and inaccuracies. What if it gets it wrong? What if you look like somebody else? And it falsely accepts that you were the person at the scene of a crime. There's no DNA. And now you go to the jail because you have some type of twin out there. And it's said that everybody has a twin out there, right? Uh, so what if you have something very similar or a part of your fingerprint is very similar to a part of somebody else's fingerprint? All right. So these are all parts of the disadvantages that I see within all of this. Now, the biggest part is, you know, why is it none of us have been told we were opting into this in life? You know, that's why this class action lawsuit, this guy, James Luth, that filed it against Walmart, it's, it's great. Somebody spoke up for the common person. Someone spoke up to say, hey, you're collecting customers' facial scans and you're matching it on Clearview, allegedly, and you're getting the retail information. You're storing that data without people's knowledge or their consent. That is wrong. That should not happen. The biometric data should be safe. Uh, People shouldn't have that. So I want you all to pay attention to the amount of times that you may be on camera going out in the society and then figure out, are they a breach of your privacy? Now, how long has this been going on? Well, guess what? This, I told you that COVID rushed it to like the mainstream. But if you go back to a Fortune uh, article that came out, we can find Matthew Boyle, January 24th, 2006. 2006 reported about this. And, And Matthew said, buying groceries with the touch of a finger could be closer than you think if new research touting the benefits of biometric payment for retail giants like And these are the people that are probably doing it now. Walmart, we know is doing it. Target, I know is doing it. I've been on their camera. Costco, I think is doing it. Is anything to go by? The report by Sanford Bernstein analyst M. Kulfloff, this is back in 2006, found that the use of so-called electronic wallets reduced the potential of fraud and identity theft, speeds up the checkout process, and most importantly, lowers transaction processing fees for retailers. There it is. Gotta make the retailer some money. Lowers that transaction processing fee, and that improves their bottom line it would offer a 20% reduction in processing costs at big box discounters like Walmart over the next several years. You know what? The problem with that is we're not seeing it, right? We're here in the middle of inflation with costs going up and up. Walmart's not passing along that 20% reduction in processing cost to us. No, we're just increasing their bottom line and there's no one, none the wiser for it. So then we also have another company and they were talking about this way back when right 2006 but have you guys heard about amazon one i, I told you i wanted to get to the later in the show i'm coming back to it right now so amazon one is a payment system that was created by uh amazon for whole foods markets and then amazon go and what they're trying to create amazon go grocery and then they want to also sell this to third-party places but they want your palm print. Not just your fingerprint. They want your palm print. And I'm not trying to overly dramatize that, but you would place your palm on a machine. And not too long ago, they actually asked for people to opt in on this before the stories were really there. Uh, You just hover your palm over. It scans it. It's kind of like in Star Wars when they kind of walk up and there's the retinal scan, except now you just walk up, wave your hand. It scans that. And there you go. You got it. Well, the idea is you sign up and they made it really quick. You just scan your palm and you have to link it to your mobile number and then a credit card or uh, a merchant membership number if you belong to like a certain service like Walmart. Uh, (laughs) They're not doing this yet, but I can see where they will. And then when you want to pay, all you do is you just hover your hand over and guess what? Everything's paid for. You walk out of the store and because cameras are following you the entire time, You don't have to talk to anybody. You don't have to do anything. You just pick up what you want, put it in your cart. Your cart knows what's in it because it will be a smart cart. And then you just hover by the door and you walk out and it comes straight out of your account. That easy. Very simple. Now, these are popping up in many different places. Amazon One has a location in California, Seattle, Washington, Dallas, Texas, New York City, uh, let's see what other states we got. We got more in Texas. Uh, Denver, Colorado now has a location. Nashville, Tennessee. Um, and a bunch of Whole Foods in Texas. That's just on their first page. But they have 70 locations in total. Uh, I'm not going to go through all of them right now for the sake of the show. You can go to one.amazon.com and learn about what I'm talking about. You can learn about how in these states, which is really where like Amazon has their big base, uh, in. They're, they're starting their research right now to bring this to all businesses. Now, what is wrong with Amazon bringing this to all businesses? We're going to live in this really weird utopian world. We really are. All for convenience. I go back to that episode the other day. I said, anytime we do something in sake of convenience, be careful what type of security, safety, and liberty you're going to give up. And guess what? It's coming. Because if Amazon One is the place that holds all this, and let me be honest, you know, we're all Amazon customers. I don't know too many human beings at this point who've escaped the Amazon consumerism. It's so easy, right? It just comes straight to my door. And I always think about the wastefulness, all these cardboard boxes uh, <laughs> that, that that can't be good for the environment, but it seems like, you know, no one cares about that. We, we care about, anyway, um, Amazon one, if they get this into all these other stores, they will have the probably second largest to two largest database on everybody in the world. Uh, I'm sure that places like Alibaba, you know, which is basically the overseas equivalent to Amazon. I'm sure they're working on the exact same thing. Now, if we all have our information in one place, right? guess what else they're looking to do? That's right. Amazon one is looking to do medical acquisitions. Matter of fact, just recently, August 2nd, 2022 one medical said we're delighted to share. We signed an agreement acquired by Amazon to bring in the Amazon one for one medical. That's right. You can now go and do the same thing with (laughs) your medical service and make sure that you, as they state, um, have better information, better technology power, human centered model, high quality, high value healthcare, right? Nothing's changing right now, they announced. They just signed a deal. It's not closed yet, but Amazon and One Medical continue to operate independently. Our commitment to you is protecting your health. Nothing about this changes One Medical's compliance with HIPAA and all other applicable privacy laws, right? You gotta be kidding me, right? You think HIPAA nowadays in 2022 matters? HIPAA, right? HIPAA, when everybody says, we got to know your vaccine status, we got to know. HIPAA went out the window a long time ago when you took people's ability away to not consent and say, hey, what about HIPAA? I'm allowed to tell you. I don't have to tell you my medical. No, we took that away in 2022. We, we, we I can't even say the word. I run in a clean show. Um, so yeah. This whole convenience of Amazon, the, the palm print, the medical services, COVID. Yes, you're right. COVID was the great unifier. You wonder why there's conspiracy theories out there about COVID and what's going on with the World Economic Forum and the Great Reset? Because it's all too perfect of a storm of the way it's all coming into place. When you got Clearview AI, who's working with law enforcement, government, transportation, banking, the payment system, visitor management, security, as well as ticket authentication at concerts, when you have them doing this, when you have people staying there trying to the change to a world government, the World Economic Forum, you can read it right on their website. It's very out there. There's also all their junior members, and most of them are our politicians, bought and paid for, Right. When you see all this, it's it's pretty easy to get caught up in conspiracy theories about how COVID has helped usher in the surveillance states, how COVID has helped people give up their personal freedoms. And so biometrics is at the root, the way that they're going to make all of this work. When you get down to digital currency, which I also have talked about before, the uneducated, uneducated economist and I, we spoke about, whether or not there's going to be a digital currency, a crypto coming in, the Federal Reserve would move to it. Well, if you can link this to your biometrics, you are your bank account. You are, right? Your, 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 your fingerprint literally has your money stored in it. Your face has its money stored in it, right? There will be no more need for banks. It all will be linked directly into your DNA, almost quite literally, It's a scary thought process when you get down to it and you think about it in those terms. I don't know that you can opt out of this. I don't know that there's a stopping of any of this. I don't even know what to do about the information other than to make sure that I covered it for an episode today. And maybe I'll try to get a guest to talk more about it. I'm not telling you that you should fear biometrics. I'm not telling you that you should just accept biometrics. I'm telling you should be aware of biometrics and what's going on around your surroundings. Folks, I know you had a lot of opportunities to listen to many different things today. I hope I honored your time well and you enjoyed this information today. I want to know if you have information about biometrics, if you can help teach me more. Maybe you work somewhere that's using this. Maybe I'm missing some of the stuff. I need to learn more. Help educate me. Send me an email, greg at americaandboldin.com. Reach out to me on Twitter at Um I'm curious. I want to know more about what's happening in this world around us and how this ties in to the overall conversation of what's going on in our country. Everyone, you've been listening to America Emboldened with Greg Bolden on the America Out Loud Network. Be bold, America.